Zan, at the end of the year, uh, I didn't have a contract with MTN, which is also I didn't have the result. In 2014 was like really bad uh, year I had. It's most of the races I wasn't even, I couldn't finish even uh, the races. So, but before that, like in that year, when I, I hear I had no contract for 2015, believe or not, somehow like in my mind, I was dreaming big. Mm. I know I had no contract for next year, but I start to think that one day I will do Tour de France and it's Still. like, man, it's, it, I get more energy somehow, I don't know. I was like believing more that my dream will come true. Wow. It, that's from 2011, every morning I think is Tour de France to do. One day I want to do Tour de France. Every people I meet, I say to them, don't forget this day. One day I will do Tour de France. And some people think, ah, yeah, it's good you have big dream but it's too on France. you mate yeah uh, some people say ah you're talking bullshit you know yeah. like <laughs> and you know it's like but the biggest thing i was challenging is myself not the people because in that moment when i struggle in, in the small races i said to myself what are you talking like you're struggling here how you can make it to the france you're talking bullshit like i i have this conversation with myself and I start to ignore myself also. No, 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 no. Whatever you say, no, I will do it. Like, I'm that kind of guy also. I don't want to hear within me to say it's not possible. What was that day like then when you knew after the Dolphinay or before the Dolphinay when they said, Skabu, you're going to go to the tour? Dauphiné had really great year. Uh, like, amazing race. Good performance. Uh, I was up there in the climb. When they said me break away, I go break away. Like I had really good race. Uh, then I feel it like it's it's coming. You know, mm. it's like I will be in that selection. Uh, then the sele- the news come and I was selected for the tour. It was like I was happy. I was celebrated at home uh, with the family. I'm gonna do tour. My in Ethiopia. Through. Yeah, in Ethiopia. Yeah. yeah, I was there for the national uh, race. So it was good, but. The first, like, like even the day before the race was like same, like, okay, happy you are doing Normal, tour and yeah. your dreams can come true. On the start line, on Saturday, I was crying. I don't know oh. why. What was the stage? It was flat stage. Just road stage. Yeah, I remember. In the, in the Did anyone see you crying? No, I was just emotional solo, and like I, 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 I until that moment, I had a dream just chasing it every morning then on that day when I on the start line on the bus on before I was normal I'm in the tour you know like <laughs> but just before the start like you know the atmosphere and everything even in the presentation I had nothing feeling but just on the start like I I become like zero dream like a, a man without dream wow like here I am I'm gonna start to the France G'day everyone, I'm Mitch Docker and welcome to Talking Lofts. You were just listening to a snippet of the podcast I did last week with Sagabu Gramay. If you haven't heard his episode, that's over at the Cycling Podcast. As per usual, go across and check that out. 
but right now we've got Talking Luft with him. Before we get going, I want to remind everyone to get over to the Etsy store and grab yourself a Talking Luft hat or a Life in the Peloton cap. If you haven't got one already, you're crazy. You've got to get across there and get one. And while you're there, we've got something new up on the store. It's called the Doom Line Tea. Alex Daly got in touch with us, a fan, a listener of the pod, and he said, I love Doom Line. I love what you and Robbie were talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, the Doom Line is the crosswind. The crosswind, when you get to the end of the road, there's nowhere else to sit. There becomes a line of riders who are exposed to the wind, and that's called the Doom Line. If you want to know more about that, you've got to go across and listen to the episode I did with Robbie McEwen a few weeks ago explaining how to ride the crosswinds and we talk about the doom line. Alex was listening to the episode. He's a bit of a designer himself and he sent in this design. He goes, I love hearing about the doom line. This is my design. So we said, we love this. Let's chuck it on a t-shirt and let everyone see what you've done. Go and check it out. That's over at the Etsy store. That's up. That's live. And like I said, grab yourself a cap while you're there too. But now, we've got Talking Luft coming up, so sit back and enjoy this one, guys. I know you will. Talking Luft with Skabu Gramay. Yeah. <laughs> I will help you. Scabu. I will help you in this. <laughs> All right, let's do it. The way talking luft works, we're talking style, cycling caps, caskets, you know, little hats. Yeah. How do you wear your hat? Do you wear it forwards with the brim down? Yeah. Do you wear it brim up? Do you wear it backwards? How do you wear your little cycling cap? Uh, normally, I put them brim up brim most up. of the time. Pick up. Yes. In training. Ah. In racing, I cut it all the way. You cut the brim off? Yes. Wow. And nobody see that I had a cap actually in the race. Why do you wear the cap? Ah, when it's cold. Ah, okay. It's, it's what about? Do you wear it to the podium? Oh yeah, normal. Like what, brim down up. or yeah. brim up? Brim up. Brim up. Yeah. Okay. That's how we wear it. If you could have raced, well, maybe you raced with no helmets in Ethiopia. I don't know, but if you could have raced back in the day, back in the eighties when they had no helmets, yeah. or the nineties, what would you have worn on your head? Would you have worn a hat? Would you have worn a headband? Would you have just had nothing on your head? What would you have done uh, racing without a helmet? The cap, what? I would say. Yeah? Yeah. What? How would you have it? Uh, just normal, like I said. Prim up. Prim up. And uh, yeah, that I will say that because I started with helmet. So I'm never thinking about racing without yeah, right. helmet. But I will say, yeah, the cap because I still use it. You know, but I, I kind of love the picture I see the old cycling yeah. when they have this <laughs> sharp <laughs> all this. Uh, <laughs> you know. What's your all-time favorite cycling kit? The clothing. Think back in the day. What's your favorite team? Is it maybe one yeah. recently? Ah, uh, no, I UCI remember, team, the blue. No, is a phonics. Oh yeah, Phonics jersey I had. I remember. The green one. Yeah, the green with white. I love it. I I just wear it when it's like good day or easy day, and I try to show someone like I'm cyclist. I just wear that kind of because in Ethiopia in Magadha, like we had different jersey and we don't tra- train in one jersey like here. Yeah. Just there's no sponsor, nothing. So like the Phonics, 
that's always stuck in my mind. Where did you get that jersey from? Uh, I think my brother gives me and my brother bought it somewhere. Uh, because, yeah, somehow we found it in the shop always use it jersey and they bring some people from Europe. They live left for us and we use them like that. Hmm. What's your favorite race? I know what this is going to be. Tour, sure. <laughs> 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 Do you prefer crosswinds or mountains? Oh, mountains. <laughs> Training or racing? Both. Both? I would say both. Why? You got to tell me why. Yeah. In like in in my in my career always uh, I do good training, but after racing I always feel better. Mm. I get extra condition always f after the race, the the intense and everything, which is I always suffer in the first race and the second third race is always better. So kind of sometimes I use in my mind, okay, this race will make me more stronger for the other race. So which is it's kind of pause, mm. I would say. Yeah, you need both. Yeah. When you go training, are you a coffee stop guy? Do you stop for coffee? Uh, it depends on the group. But if I am solo, no. I will say no. Not I, I do, but mm, most of the time, no. no. But if I have also intervals and like good training I wanted, I don't want to stop. And I don't want also some riders to come with me. Actually, yeah. I, I prefer to go to do alone. Well, that was my next question. You like training alone or with a group? It depends, but... Yeah, if if I will ride with group, which it must be easy, long ride, and I have to also, I would like also to stop co mm. in the coffee and have fun, enjoy the training. But if I need like four or five hours with some workouts and solid day, I, I like go solo. Yeah, and never stop for coffee. <laughs> what do you get when you stop for coffee? What do you get when you get here in Spain? Do you get like a sandwich? Do you get a coffee? Oh, not really, just like some cakes like whatever I found the oh, so you like sweet stuff oh not You're really a sweet, sweet man. but like sugar man are you carrot cake or <laughs> cross uh, but the main is like coffee for sure what like coffee do you get coffee with milk oh yeah uh, always always yeah even in the morning what co what do you get if you were to stop back in Ethiopia for a coffee stop Is it, does that exist yeah that exists but I, I never did what would you get just say you did it one time do you just get coffee with milk is it the same like a cafe here if in ethiopia sometimes we did if i did it like i drink cold drinks uh, like coca-cola or fanta because it's so right. hot no it's not really hot but uh it's 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 different the coffee here you you go somewhere you know the coffee is good it's shit in Ethiopia, is it? And no, it's good. <laughs> it's good, but you don't know the houses, and there is no really specific like for a bike, oh, yeah. coffee shop. Yeah, yeah. And it's for normal people, and this coffee shop it's like a lot of people, and people knows me, and I couldn't. Oh, really? There. Yeah, yeah. So Do people stop you on the road when you're riding? Not really, but they're calling your name. Oh yeah. And uh, so, you know the funny thing sometimes is like they don't know that I am Sagabu. And they always said to me, hey, work hard. You can't be like Sagabu. <laughs> <laughs> you know? What do you say? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thank you. That's it. <laughs> the, you know, with the helmet, everything, they, they hear a lot in the radio on the countryside, always. When I train, is uh, they follow on the radio and the, they know my name. They don't know really my picture. So, so if you did stop at a, a shop for a coffee, people would recognize you? Yeah, because if I stop in the coffee, which is in the big cities. Mm. 
and the city has TV and uh, they know it's you. Uh, and and we don't have that culture actually in mm. cycling community in Tigray. There is no coffee stop. Nobody, if you say to one rider, we will stop here. Ah, why? why? We are training. Like he thinks he's destroying his training. Yeah, yeah. That's also the mentality I had. What would you get if you did stop? Do they have cakes and things as well? No, no. Can you get that bread that you said? Yeah, but you cannot eat it like spicy and all this stuff. Mix it. It's, it's, you cannot eat. <laughs> With you can have omelette for sure. Oh yeah. But yeah, you eat breakfast at home and you had a coffee. That's like, like I said. It's you. Uh, you in Ethiopia, we have Coca Cola or. Uh, Fanta, Sprite with lemon. That's it. It's nice. cold drink. <laughs> that's good. What is your favorite drink? Like, what's your poison? Do you drink alcohol? Oh, man, yeah. Beer, for sure. Beer? Why You're not? a beer man? Yes. Love it. I am. Do that's you have good beer in uh, Tigray? Yeah. No, Local not, craft beer? Not like Alhambra yeah. here in Spain. Oh, that's oh, your man. favorite. That's my favorite. <laughs> you know, as a cyclist, I will say, like, I am a guy like whatever and, and try to do everything perfectly and my weakness as a cyclist is bread and beer <laughs> man <laughs> this is like helps what do you me have on your to bread lose my, to lose my weight you know plain bread just a baguette and a beer <laughs> that's it man it's <laughs> like i love bread <laughs> and well, what's your what's your favorite bakery in Girona? I, I I I use from the consum shop. That's oh the yeah, closest, just a supermarket. Yeah, that's the closest shop I have, and I get the bread from there. Oh yeah, just baguette. Yeah, just baguette. Or baguette or like a loaf. It depends. Uh, there's so many different breads. Oh yeah, yeah. Different breads, different days. Yeah, but it's like clean bread and like plain bread. Yeah, and well cooked. That's it. You don't have anything on it. Oh yeah, uh, if you have it also, I don't mind. But w- even without like any kind of bread, I really love it. Wow, it's 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 so good. That's great. I know <laughs> what to get you for Christmas then: yeah. loaf of bread and six pack of beers. Oh, why not, man? <laughs> um, what is your favorite training loop in the world? So you think about it—the one loop that you just love doing. You did tell me about a great loop you did back in your hometown. Yeah. Out one road, yeah. Turn around, come back. Is that your favorite loop? I would say yeah. Tell me about it. So you start in in Mekla. Yeah, in Mekla you start. In the center. And you go to the south side of Mekla. Direction? What is it? What do you go direction? If you're telling someone, yeah. Uh, like you. How would you explain it? Direction of Kuha. Okay. I would say, and that's it's so nice, flat and fresh. It's always even if it's hot, it's a little bit windy which is like 10 kilometer per hour and it makes headwind out uh it depends it's the direction is changing always and it's just fresh it's not so hot and if you go up to 70k you will reach 3000 which is so it's a gradual hill go up no it's like 60 55k it's like up and down goes like 1k climb 1k flat 1k downhill all the way up to 55k then from that 15 kilometers climb One. which is like 1000 meter up oh, there wow. and you do 15 climb uh, 15 kilometer climb and go downhill also if you want a more like 13 kilometer on the back so you have really good training but that's really hard training really hard like you go back broken like really yeah. one road just one road like it's like you have to go start with the bike go back the same way cool so yeah 
It's pretty fast coming home then. Always. The 50K back. Yeah, yeah. it's always, I finish like 32, 33. Wow. Because and it's high altitude. Yeah, it's high altitude. And, and on that, if I go with group, actually we finish 35, 36, even like two, three people. Because if I go solo, I go downhill slow. Oh, okay. I am, I go really slow. I don't want to play with myself. Like, no crashing in, do you, yeah, in training. crashing in training. It makes me stupid. Like, mm. <laughs> just <laughs> save that for the race. <laughs> you know, so I always go slow, and that's my favorite road. And if I go solo, I do 32, 33 because I go slow. But normally in altitude is more faster. Yeah. It's really faster. <laughs> Mate, what is your best bike? Your favorite bike you've ever ridden? Uh, actually, I would say Bianchi. I mean, I've been riding good bikes. For me, they are all good bikes. But Bianchi is my first bike wow. in, back home in Ethiopia. Oh, was it? My first. So is that your favorite one or your new Bianchi now? Your old, no, 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 your no. Original. my old. Like, Bianchi is stuck with me. Before I back to Bianchi now, I said to my friends, Bianchi is the best bike. Wow. In Lotto Jumbo, when I see the bike last five six years I, I get jealous like oh come on and now you got it <laughs> now i got it <laughs> that would have been awesome but, when the team that, said yeah that's that no we didn't talk about it like i don't know i didn't found out that uh, i didn't i didn't get it to the chance to talk about it but like that's my first bike i got in back home in ethiopia cool. from the team trans ethiopia this bike like the how do you call it the color of Bianchi they have uh, the Celeste Green or something is it yeah <laughs> I don't know in English yeah. you, you should know I think so yeah <laughs> yeah and with red in the middle yeah. that, uh, and yellow in front this uh, you have a picture maybe from Pantani oh this oh, bike is aluminium wow and this bike I was riding uh, in 2008 when I started cycling which do is you still have this bike no no it's from the team oh, from okay, the local yeah, team yeah, so yeah. you ride and the bike and you give back and uh, but I had really good memory and still stuck in my mind and it's I, I so love it. Uh, Adidas shoes, uh, Bianchi, ah, just that's sweet. <laughs> Tell me now. I call this a war story, and this is a story that you have from racing, or training, or something. One day that just in your mind, it could have been a really hard, bad day. Maybe you were dropped. Maybe you crashed. One story you think of and you go, that's my war story. That's my hard story. Do you have that in your mind now? You think about it? About bike in the race? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I remember just, it's a kind of funny also. I always talk this to the people. Uh, in That's back home in, in Makala. It's Critorium Racing and yeah. full of people is watching and there is fans like from our, for our team, for trans and there is other team also, Guna. And they're always fighting, and it's like big competition between us. Like it's so nice just to make result, and the fans are really crazy there. And one moment, the the criterion we do is like open lap. Like there is no barrier in the middle. Oh. That uh, when the people go down or the riders go down, the other riders also go up. You just meet them like huh. on the same road. On the same road. You just need to respect the line. Yeah, okay. You don't have to cross because if it's a rider come out, you gonna hit him. So you, it's not allowed to do zigzag, or uh, like you need to go straight. So it's like one line. And one moment, <laughs> I was in front with some two guys, and there was a bunch in the middle, and the bunch had a crash. 
and they come to us also they make us oh, crash no. so we go going we were going uphill and the peloton was going down so we crash and we mix all together with there and there was one fan he's fan of trans ethiopia and he just picked me up and i put in the back and in the wrong, wrong direction i was going up <laughs> and he was pushing me with a peloton and i said to him man i'm go back <laughs> the other way <laughs> i'm the other way and if i hold the brake he's going to crash on me yeah. and i was just speaking to him and the fan the loud he's like he was keep pushing me like and i tried to brake because i couldn't let i couldn't go yeah i i need to go back <laughs> and i was holding the brake and he was pushing me like he couldn't lose <laughs> he was so motivated to get you back in the race yeah he's pushing you the he, wrong way the wrong way and he, and then when he let me i was sh- shouting him uh, speaking to him bad word and he when he let me i turned back and the g- group catch me <laughs> so it was no point in the break no point. yeah <laughs> it was no point and at the end of the race uh he was coming to me and he said me sorry i told with the group you were going down I'm oh, like yeah. come on man like i was, I was going gonna to win <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was going to up so, so this is kind of the moment and funny always i uh, i never uh, forget and uh, one time also in in tour de france actually uh, there was i never forget i crash actually and it's like it was roundabout and i was in in with lampre in the wheel and i just told the other way is roundabout when we is roundabout we go two, two different way mm-hmm. and i went to the other side i was thinking that shortcut short way yeah, yeah. you know to go up there and everybody was going in the right side and i took left side and when i took left side just when i exist uh, <laughs> roundabout one guy from europe car he throw bottle oh no <laughs> to the left side and i was coming that side and he it was full water and just my in front wheel he didn't and i don't remember just i was crashing like <laughs> i found myself on the ground so i still remember that bottle coming <laughs> to me you could just, just see it in slow motion i can't just see it still i never forget this moment i love how you can laugh about this <laughs> no i mean yeah. <laughs> because i never forget like this guy i don't know his name he was just throwing the bottle and i just go back my mind like ah this is shortcut i want to go there in the left side and this bottle come to me like <laughs> wasn't a shortcut at all i just found that out in, in the ground you know couple questions left what is your cheat meal like and now we're on this you spoke about it before you probably already just told me what it is but you know we're trying to keep our special weight we're trying to stay in shape but there comes that point where you've done a big race a big training and you say to yourself today i'm gonna let myself have this cheat meal my favorite thing my special food what is it oh man bread for sure number one <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that yeah a lot of bread and uh yeah pasta i love pasta yeah no nice. rice i'm Pretty carbs simple. man like i love a lot of carbs there you go and i can eat a lot like if i want i really can eat more like just just you know the work <laughs> <laughs> pretty simple yeah last question what's the best thing about riding a bike for you the best thing well i mean it's it's different mentality i have prescription i i don't know uh, there's so many things bike gives me a lot of things in my life i couldn't choose one to one like you know it's like it's 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 my freedom it's my dream it's my life my business 
my passion it's so many you know it's like and I, I, there is so many things i can say like i travel around the world that uh, i reach so many things i meet so many peoples uh oh, man it's like when 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 i when i like let's put like i, I want to add one story about bike for me when i when i decide to get married my wife i said on our marriage day bike must be part of our marriage mm. and she was said what are you talking about uh for you i don't know because she was also a cyclist if it's possible for you i need you to ride a bike from your house to my house like in ethiopia it's different we don't go from church like okay. here, it's, i need to go to her house to get her like her family blessing me and giving me and i take her to my house okay that's how marriage so from the house many people does is like goes by car special car whatever car and park together celebrating and from your house i when i come by bike to your house and you come back by bike suit everything wow it's the protocol we don't break but i want to ride bike <laughs> on my marriage and she tried before like with a wedding dressing, dress wedding dress she couldn't because she said no we can't do it in picture but not on wedding it's gonna be some drama how far is it oh i would say like four five k okay i'm not sure but four five something like that yeah something like that and okay we'll put you in the car and we found a car something uh, open car and she can stand in the middle like uh, what the commissar do yeah like yeah this. sunroof yeah, yeah the sunroof open we found that car and i was on the bike and she she was on that and i had amazing pictures and uh, it's it's that's that's bike to me that much because everything happened like it's connected to the bike mm. uh, i have meet my wife on bike racing and i've been had all these successes uh, it makes me who i am even i spent that much money for that wedding it comes by bike like from <laughs> the mm. bike gives me that kind of money also to make my wedding uh, so much details going on mm. connecting to the bike so i couldn't choose my one thing one thing to that and also like he said many people think ethiopia runners ethiopia people like poor people ethiopia is like no nah, for sure there is road but not asphalt mm. which is no possible for bike <laughs> to ride yeah <laughs> kind of like i had this question and at my beginning like to say how do you train in ethiopia do you have asphalt to train yeah. all this and bike gives me like okay this actually to change the mentality of Ethiopia people think it's not only we don't have food we have asphalt like yeah. to train and we have bikes yeah. we get there because that's what I grow up and how I started so it gives me the chance also to explain about Ethiopia and about my life and just something different you mm. know to show to the world because it's runners they need only shoes yeah. and there is some people who runs without shoes yeah because they didn't get shoes but to buy a bike cycling shoes everything it just it gives something image to Ethiopia to change which is i made it that to little bit change the people wow there is to also educate the people yeah, yeah from Ethiopia also 
bike rider in Propolator mm-hmm. in Tour de France. So it's like bike. It's like something. It's something connected. And I've been decided. Every time I I speak with my wife, I don't want to be involved in any business. I want to buy just working connected with a bike. Mm. I want to share my experience with the young guys. I want to help. I don't know. It's like I just want to ride my bike and reach my dream and uh, until the end. But after that, I don't want to lose. I don't want to go away from bike racing. Mm. That's why also maybe I didn't mention it, but it's good that to mention. I had small team now, six six guys ah, in Ethiopia. I didn't know I that. I started, yeah, yeah, I started and. Uh, What's the team called? Ah, Tsagabu. Team Tsagabu. Sweet. Yeah, and my brother is coaching them, and we have big dream. Good Just clothing. Yeah, ah, from my, my from myself. No, like what's the design? No, not for training they use from my oh, like lineage, yeah. from Mitchelton, from what Ambra, about for racing? Uh, yeah, but they, we have this uh, green and with Ethiopian flag we cool. make it and just uh, we are not really well organized or thinking about it. We made it and just they are racing like that. And uh, but we I have really big plan to work closely and to make many riders as possible to pro peloton because cycling means for me it's it's like. The, the game changer yeah and if someone found like like me or the mentality i have he want to become a pro hey i can make you like that's what i want you know or that's always with my brother we said no if you one guy we found really motivated and he wanted to listen to us we can we can help you know mm. so this kind of motivation i have and uh, on the way maybe yeah i will uh, some moment i will take the course for the coaching course and all this stuff i don't want lo- i don't want to go away from bike racing actually i mm. i really love this sport and that's bike means sorry i spoke a lot <laughs> i talk a lot Very about good. bike but i can't talk all the way to the night and <laughs> just that's perfect, mate. That's talking love. That's the last question. So I was happy to let you just oh, say man. it. Yeah. Thanks for being on the pod. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah. There we have it. Sugabu. What an awesome guy he is. Another great talking love, but also his episode was awesome too. I've got a lot of good feedback from everyone and I know they really enjoyed it. Coming up next week, I'm talking with Simon Mottram, the CEO, the founder of Rafa. That is our sponsor, as you know, over here at EF, but I've always loved Rafa, and I know a lot of people out there do, and I want to hear about where that came from, how he came up with the idea of it, how that clothing company has become what it is today. So if you're interested in that, next week, that's going to be across at the Cycling Podcast. Have a listen to that, and after that, we've got a talking loof coming too. Like I said, get across to the store and check out the Doomline tea. But until then, guys, thanks for listening and thanks for all the feedback. I want to say thanks to Lara behind the scenes. She's been doing a lot of work getting the Doomline tea, the caps, everything happening on the Etsy store, plus a million other things as well. So, guys, until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.